More of the reveals for Odyssey Pro Wrestling and Wrestle Carnival. Uh, Shah Samuels wins the ICW Lionheart League Tournament. Uh, a new RevPro Women's Champion crowned Epic Encounters 8, as well as returns to the ring for Chris Ridgway and Kanji. Also, the best Mako Satamura is now available on the WWE Network. That's the best Sat- Mako Satamura in progress on the WWE Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tea and Tights, a great British wrestling show for great British wrestling as featured on Bodyslam.net. And this is the Brit Rest Roundup. I am your host, the great British attacker, Mr. Andrew Moore, Andy Tomos, and I am joined today, as always, by the pro wrestling t-shirt champion of the world, Big Daddy Dan, Mr. Daniel Allen. How are you? I am very, very good. Thank you, Andy. I have just enjoyed a fantastic two hours of free wrestling. My favourite price, free wrestling available on YouTube. Thank you very much, Rev Pro. I was over the moon with that show. It was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic show. It is still available on YouTube. I think they leave it up for uh, a few hours for people to be able to catch up and see it. Uh, it's also available on Twitch as well as, uh, I think, on their Facebook, if you check out their Facebook. But it was certainly a great event. Uh, ICW obviously had their Lionheart final yesterday, uh, and I did watch that for you, ladies and gentlemen. So I'll be giving you the results a little bit later and give him how many sugars in my tea at the end. But first, uh, yesterday, uh, TNT Extreme Women's Champion Lizzie Evo was in a terrible, uh, very serious car crash uh, in which her car flipped. Luckily, uh, some serious bruises and a cut to uh, a thumb from some of the glass are all the injuries she did sustain. Uh, so we wish her well. We hope she, uh, rec- we hope her recovery goes well. And I'm damn sure glad to see much, her back in the ring. Very much so. Um, from what it looked like, I mean, we, we know Audi drivers tend to be tossers, but tossing your Audi did look very, very dodgy. So much love to you, Lizzie, and we hope you are well. Indeed, uh, as I say, the TNT Extremes Women Champion, she's a very uh, high-profile women's wrestler in the North, and yeah, we wish her recovery well, and uh, like to see her back in the ring once she's uh, recovered, as well as many other wrestlers around the world who we'd love to see back in the ring. Anyway, the Mako Satamura, uh, best of Mako Satamura in progress wrestling is available on the WWE network. Uh, you have her matches against Jordan Grace, Danny Luna, and Jenny. So three matches, well, that's all. That is a short number of matches, but it is very useful for people like myself that aren't quite as into the Japanese scene as you are, Andy. I know that your knowledge of Japanese wrestling is, is pretty phenomenal. Mine, however, is pretty non-existent. Um, I know about as much of Japanese wrestling as what I read on Bodyslam.net, which is written by you, so that does help. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, uh, she, fantastic competitor. Uh, so you've got the Jordan Grace match. Uh, Jordan Grace had literally held the title hostage at this point for Progress Wrestling. She won the title, almost refused to come back. Um, when she did, obviously, she would 
crush the uh, competitors she, she was facing. And then she came across Mako Satamora, who took the title from her. Uh, the match with Danny Luna is fantastic. Probably one of Danny Luna's best matches. Uh, she really did bring the best out of uh, Danny Luna and a great match with Ginny. Uh, I noticed they didn't have her final match on progress. Uh, I can't, I'm trying to think who took the title from her. Oh, it was Giselle Short in a great match. Uh, so they haven't put that one on there, but uh, they've just put her wins. <laughs> well, you know my opinion of Giselle Short, and we will mention her again in a bit. Very talented wrestler. I just find her somewhat lacking in um, personality. I guess. As you know, it was Ginny who took the title from her. Sorry, my mistake. Ginny took the title from her, so they do have that match on there. So, as I say, great match. Uh, and yeah, Giselle Shaw, we'll talk about her a little bit later as we go through our Epic Encounters 8 roundup. Uh, Wrestle Carnival have revealed Spike Trevay. Uh, they did the teaser video, who uh, both me and you believe would be uh, Charles Crowley. But obviously, we, we were both wrong on that, and it was actually Spike Trevay, uh, a fantastic wrestler, great character work wrestler, uh, but he is also very accomplished in the ring. I don't think he gets enough credit uh, for his in-ring work, but his character is absolutely fantastic. He's a five-year pro, uh, as currently the North Wrestling Champion, and... Uh, has competed for quite, you know most of the big uh, companies out there, such as Catch Pro Wrestling, uh, Wrestling Resurgence, DMT Extreme. Uh, he was a big part of Progress Wrestling with a faction, uh, but I can't remember the faction's name. Ah, terrible me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, they were uh, yeah a dominant faction. They were facing off against. Uh, the OJMO, uh, who again we'll talk about a little bit later, and uh, yeah, as I say, fantastic competitor. Um, Odyssey Pro Wrestling, uh, you have Ryan Paul Davis or RPD, uh, very young competitor, uh, looks absolutely jacked, looks like a fantastic, uh, young man. Uh, I, I don't know much about him myself, uh, so I did try to. Get some details on him, but as I say, he's very young, uh, he's very talented, he looks fantastic. So, uh, somebody I really uh, think we should just keep an eye out for uh, in the future. You've got, video, you got videos for both of the competitors, so to try and help you get to know these guys, and they're, they're on the Twitters for Odyssey Pro Wrestling and Wrestle Carnival. And I say, check these out, this is a great way to learn about the guys, uh, some great characters. Great promos. On to the next one, uh, UKPW. Uh, they have yeah. now announced their full roster. Uh, you should definitely check out their video. I don't know who did it, but uh, they've done it like he's the 80s style Vince McMahon, <laughs> and it is just brilliant. It really, really is. Uh, and it's going to be a great. As I say, they've announced people like Charles Crowley, who was announced for them. Roy Johnson was announced for them. Uh, 
Simon Miller, what culture Simon Miller was announced for him as well. Uh, Jake Pugh. Yeah, they just and I'm really excited by Kimmy a kiss. Mm-hmm. Kimmy a kiss. Have you seen her wrestle before? I've not seen her wrestle before. She is very very good. She wrestled a lot for WAW, and um, if you go onto her um, uh, social medias, you will see that she quite often puts up the pictures that you don't generally see from professional wrestlers of the bruising after a match and. Jesus, it ain't ballet. <laughs> so we know this girl likes to go hard because if you get bruises like that, it means you're wrestling hard. <laughs> it does indeed. Uh, as I say, really look forward to this. And uh, so they've reached out to us. They let us know that in 2020, they had a change of management. Uh, Alex Dow Jones Gilbert has taken over the company in 2020. And we're going to be interviewing him uh, on Tuesday. So that will be available for your, you guys uh, in Wednesday. Uh, they, they've assembled a deep and diverse roster for each huge style of personalities and ring styles. Uh, they'll be family-friendly pro wrestling buffet, as they like to call it, with a great mix of in in-ring action, story, and spectacle. Uh, and we can't wait to speak to Alex uh, more about that and to provide you guys more information about UKPW. Yeah, it's going to be a good interview. It really is. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Uh, so, again, thank you, UKPW, for reaching out to us. And, uh, yeah, look forward to chatting to uh, Alex. Uh, on a little bit of a sad note, <clears throat> the Future Shock... Uh, Pro Wrestling's wrestling their home, the Longfield Suite in Presswich, is under threat of closure. Obviously, inactivity has not been much happening with lockdown. Uh, you can go and fill out a survey to try and save uh, that building from closing, and that's on the Future Shock Pro Wrestling website. Uh, let me see if I can throw you their Twitter page, and that is at Future Shock Rest. So that's at Future shock and then w-r-e-s future shock have got a great history they've put on some brilliant matches over the years and they've been a really good supporter of british wrestlers um it would be a real shame to see them lose their traditional home indeed right onto some icw onto some live wrestling icw and both pro wrestling well semi-live <laughs> they, 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 they are pre-taped uh, but uh, let's go uh, so the ICW uh, well let's have a look at my notes here uh, Luke Cairo versus Luke King not Luke Hang Luke King yeah. <laughs> Luke uh, King's so uh, Luke Cairo won that match uh, mm -hmm. he looks pretty good he'd make a, he'd be really good enhancement talent on NXT UK at the moment uh, if we need some fresh faces for some of the big guys to beat, he looks he, he looks the sort. Uh, <laughs> he looks, uh, but you could build on him. You can start him off as enhancement talent, and I, there's something there uh, with him. Uh, John Treader took on Kez Evans. Kez Evans won. Uh, I like Kez. He looks like he would be a decent uh, mid card heel. I'd maybe give him uh, championship matches, but not really have him win the title. Kez uh, is a great bumper, and he really does like push storylines along. He's good. Yeah, 
kind of he's a million dollar man esque, which is what I say. So I'd have him as that high mid card heel, maybe challenge for yeah. the title every now and then, not win that title, but maybe win the Intercontinental or create his own belt. <laughs> Uh, next was uh, Ravy Davy versus Saqib Ali. Uh, Davy won the match. I wasn't a fan. I'm not surprised. He's definitely not your style of wrestler. Yeah, ne- neither of them are. Just it, it wasn't a good match. Uh, <laughs> Alex Parker versus Craig Anthony. Uh, Craig, uh, Alex Parker picked up the win thanks to interference by Kez Evans. Uh, these are the two people I would scout further. I would like to see a couple more of their matches. Mm-hmm. There may be something there with both of them. Uh, Jason Reed versus Charlie Vice. Uh, Jason Reed has a Peugeot on his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he's got like that lion on the back of his pants. Yeah. It just looks like the Peugeot symbol. My nice. other half pointed out to me, so now I, I, it, it, he's got a Peugeot on his on pants. His <laughs> um, it's funny, my wife's got a habit of pointing things out and, and then totally ruining it when I see them. So I, I'm glad that our, our partners have this in common. Indeed. Uh, my thoughts on this is Jason Reed could be an absolute star. Really, he has the look. He has the in-ring ability. The only thing I, I, I thought was wrong with this match is that it took too long for him to win uh, <laughs> because he looked great. He just dominated throughout. He should have just won this match in much quicker fashion. Uh, I certainly would have had a win because this is a guy I would stick a rocket up his ass and I'd push him to the moon. Uh, so you're keen on him then? I am very keen on him. I think he is an absolute... Uh, somebody to watch and see in the future and uh nxc uk you need to get your asses and gear get him signed up because he's a future star everything he's like a british version of jack swagger but with a bit more personality yeah i can see that as an analogy that works for me next up was dustin alexander versus sweeney sweeney squashed this match Meh. You know, I don't know. He looks he he certainly looks like he would kick your ass. Kind of looks like a, a bigger version of uh Eddie Kingston. Mm-hmm. Uh which means for a big scary hard bloke, he yeah, I just wish he was in a bit better shape. Yeah, I can understand that one as well. But he, he there's something there. He is a big, strong guy. He can certainly play a bodyguard role. Maybe even fit in with someone like Tyson T-Bone as a team. Uh, kind of like a Scottish APA. Yeah, but I'd like to see him... Yeah. Uh, work on his appearance. Uh, but please don't beat me up, Sweeney, because Jesus Christ, you are a scary motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Scary, scary guy. Uh, seriously. So, as I say, there's something there. Uh, Stevie Boy versus Shaw Samuels. This was the Lionheart League tournament. Uh, the final. Yeah, the final match of the tournament. Uh, Shaw Samuels wins this. Uh, so, he'll be going on to face Noam Dar, who he'll be sitting down to talk with on NXT UK next week. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm I sad. wonder if I they bring Stevie it up. Boy, that would be interesting, actually. Yeah. I think Stevie Boy should have won. Um, I love Stevie Boy. He is the absolutely perfect ICW wrestler. I feel that um, he should have had this. But yeah. Well, yeah, he, he he's he's a top guy for an independent promotion. Yeah. Uh Charles Samuels, uh yep, big win. Uh you know, this match was all over. They were outside the rings. Uh, I don't like these wrestling companies. We don't have count outs and we don't have disqualification rules. All right, that's just such a cop out. Wrestle it's a proper cooling. match. That's what it is. It's what? Rules. <laughs> no. I like, I like I, brawling. You see, this is where we differ. I like I like the hardcore matches. I like brawling. I like silliness. I like pro wrestling. I like technical work. Uh, we love the high fly. So that's the, that's the one position we do agree on. Apart from, I might say, the guys do a bit too much flip in and dive in and sh- sh- hold it back a little bit. Uh, but I yeah, we do differ we on these. To. I yeah. am... Don't mind the high-flying as long as don't have to wait for half an hour for the other six people to wait and catch them. Yeah, I, I don't like moves that they have to help each other on the top rope. It really bugs me when you can see they're blatantly cooperating to keep themselves atop of the rope. And you're just like... Right, well, that's just taking me out of the entire match. <laughs> but <laughs> we're not here to complain about wrestling. We might do that on another show one day. <laughs> but yeah, as you say, I, I love rules in wrestling. Uh, I love wrestling to be seen as a sport. I don't mind entertainment in wrestling. I, I like storyline in wrestling. Uh, but yeah, I find some companies can be a bit too much pantomime and not enough wrestling mm-hmm. but you know uh it was a decent show overall and uh i would give i would stick i would stick three lumps of sugar in my tea for the for the show so it is worth checking out and uh they sorted out all their audio issues thank goodness for that so that's a big one anyway retro wrestling it was just on literally one hour ago. Now we are recording directly after it ran live. It was an awesome event. Uh, both myself and Dan were watching this and comment, uh, sorry, tweeting about ch- it throughout as well as... Com- I was chatting on YouTube as well. You were chatting on YouTube. I did send a couple of messages under Kuru Collections. But not much. But uh, it started off great match. JJ Gale, Callum Newman, Chris Ridgeway, and Gillian Gray. Uh, eventually, Gale won this match with a roll up on Gillian Gray for the pin count. Uh, and this was basically after it kind of went. Chris Ridgeway was in. He kicked the crap out of both of them. Tagged out the Legion uh, to Gillian. Would fall apart a little bit. Tagged back in uh, Chris Ridgeway, who kicked the crap out of them again. And it was it was one of those matches, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, huge amounts of kicking um, from Ridgeway. He looked like an absolute beast. Well, he does have a black belt in being hard as fuck. 
I, I believe that. I really do. Um, sometimes you have to suspend your disbelief. Not with that match, you didn't. No, yeah. He, he And uh, we're going to talk about something about striking, actually, when we talk about comparing this match to the third match uh, on the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, yeah, Chris Ridgway, he lays in those kicks. You can hear Just those kicks. You can feel that he ain't slapping his legs. He does wear the kick pads, which does uh, somewhat soften the blow for both people, actually. They also protect the uh, kicker as well as the providing some. But he, he really lays it in there. He doesn't slap his leg. No he, no, no leg slapping from Chris Ridgway. Uh, JJ Gale is technically as sound as anybody I've seen in the ring. He's just uh, a great all-round wrestler. Callum Newman is... Uh, he bulked up. Does he look like he's bulked up since we last saw him? I wouldn't say since we last saw him, but he looked like he bulked up definitely since like the first one. I, th- I think... I think there were a couple of separate recordings done um, mm. for this. Um, I do believe that since Epic Encounters 1, he has definitely um, built. But it might well be that his mentor and his um, guide has been helping him with his diet and training. Yeah. Uh, it didn't take anything away from him. He was flippy-dippy all over the place. Uh, yes. But he made his flippy-dips count. And that was what Will Ospreay, which I always liked about Will Ospreay when he did his flippy dippies. He made them count. He flowed with them. They didn't look, always look like they were just set up. No. You know? No, it's and, done for a reason. Yeah. Uh, Gideon Gray is a master, a great old-fashioned faction leader, I called him on their Twitter. Just one of those guys that's sneaky and... Uh, I could really see him once, definitely, even when he does hang up the boots, he's still got the managers roll down. He's just one of those guys. And his, his look is great. I'm not sure about his in-ring gear, but his look at when he's like as the manager or he's outside the ring, he's, he has that fantastic 17th century villain twirling his he, moustache. Yeah, he is a proper old-school villain. Hmm. Um and I think that he, um, he, he he redeems himself at the end. He's called a scumbag halfway through this um, by another wrestler, which he gets involved in. And something else happens at the end, which I will also mention, where everything that he does is forgiven. But yes, he is a proper, proper nasty bloke in this. Mm. Uh, I would like to see Gideon bring... Uh... The Legion to Wrestle Carnival. They would fit so well, wouldn't they? Yes. Uh, Yes, very much so. Okay, uh, next up was the RKJ versus Rob Lias match. Uh, RKG was awesome in victory. Uh, Give me your thoughts on that match. Actually, we're going to go through. We'll do sugars as we go. How many sugars in the uh, first match? First match? Oh, I'm feeling generous. I'm going four. I'm going to give it three and a half. I'm not feeling as generous as you this week. <laughs> yeah. So last, last time out, it was me being generous, and you and now that, that was we switched roles again. Yeah. But well, that, it proves yeah. that we both have individual opinions. That's the best way. That's what that's what makes our podcast better. Because yeah, we completely differ in what we like about wrestling, which makes it a great discussion. 
but we love wrestling. But we love wrestling, <laughs> and that's all that matters. Uh, Rob Lias versus RKJ. Rob Lias came out looking like he was dressed in an outfit made from the interior of a 70s caravan. Mm, that was some get up, <laughs> indeed. Yes. Uh, it was it was a decent match. It was uh I would give this one I would give it uh three sugars in my tea. I will agree with that. It felt just like a television match as opposed to a pay-per-view match. Um RKJ doing a Death Valley driver into the corner um was nasty looking. Um really was. Mm. Uh yeah, I, I, you should see Hiromu Takahashi do that move in for New Japan. I am going to watch some New Japan soon, I promise. I'll get you to recommend three matches. We'll put it online so people can see. Um, one thing I did notice at the end, when they interviewed RKJ, who won this match with his um, Keishi driver, mm. um, did you notice the steam coming off him? It must be cold in there. It must be, but, and yeah, you can tell. He's a guy who puts 100% effort in. Every yeah. time he's in the ring, he doesn't slouch. Uh, so, and again, all of his moves have something behind them. Yeah, uh, as I say, a, maybe a better opponent, he could have got a, a slightly higher uh, score on the sugars. Uh, Kanji versus Bobby Tyler. Kanji won. Leah James. Ask me what my scores were for RKJ. Oh, sorry. What were your scores for RKJ Rob Lyers? You didn't tell me what your scores were for RKJ and Rob Lyers. Did I? I'm sure I said I'd put it three sugars in my tea. Well, I would agree with you. There we go. Uh, it was as I say, it was a good match. Uh, as I say, slightly better opponent probably could have got a, maybe half a star. Maybe even a, sorry, half a sugar. Maybe even a full sugar. Uh, more. Kanji versus Bobby Tyler. Uh, so Kanji wins the match. Uh, so this was for her Southside Women's Championship. I do believe they said. So I'm assuming it at was. some point they are going to have her versus uh, the current winner of the uh, current Growth Pro Women's Champion. After the match... Uh, Zoe Lucas tries to steal the belt. Aaliyah James comes out and saves the belt, cracks down uh, Zoe Lucas. And while Aaliyah James and Kanji are all like, oh, how you doing? Nice to meet you. Shaking hands, looking like they're about to form a team of, you know, good guys. Uh, they get laid out by uh, Bobby Tyler and Zoe Lucas. Don't take your eyes off your opponent, even once you've beaten them. I do love the fact that Zoe Lucas and Bobby Tyler work together so well. They really do. They're great as a tag team. Um, the one thing I, I'd say, we keep saying about the fact that Southside titles, maybe they're going to join them up because there's mm. two belts. We're assuming that they're not going to run Southside as a separate company. It could be done. It could be done. Uh, as far as I'm aware, there are no plans, and I'm pretty sure they, the plans are to have Will Ospreay face whoever wins this Southside Championship to merge those two titles. It'd be nice, because uh, obviously uh, UK wrestling companies, once NXT did shut up, we did see a lot of companies have to shut doors. Uh, but there are still some great companies out there. Uh, oh, definitely. 
And there's still some great independent wrestlers out there. I'm thinking of doing at some point, I think we should look at our top 10 non NXT UK wrestlers. I think we yeah. should look at, look at that at some point. Uh, so, yeah, Kanji versus Bobby Tyler, Leah James. So, it looks like we're going to have Leah James and Kanji, which will make a fantastic tag team. Uh, so, remember how I say Chris Ridgeway, you believe everything because his kicks truly look Next. like they land. <laughs> his forearms yeah. truly look like they land. His strikes truly look like they land. Kanji needs to work on that. She hasn't been wrestling for a long time because of her injury with her broken arm. Broken arm, yes. Um, and she's, and also, got, she's only been around for about two years anyway, two, three years. And it's not like you can have much of a practice session at the moment either. So no. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt on this occasion because, again, I'm feeling nice. However, the match for me, much as I love Bobby Tyler... I'm only going to be giving this one two and a half. I'm only going to be giving this two sugars in my tea, as I say. Uh, Kanji, I love her because she's got great character. Uh, when she does, when she's springboarding, she looks great. Uh, apart from that one springboard forearm, but well, you know, <laughs> we'll let her off on that nobody one. Saw, nobody saw it. It's fine. Nobody saw it. <laughs> uh, but you know, she is a great uh, competitor. Great thing. I would just like to see her bury her a bit more you don't have to hurt your opponent but just make it look like your shots connect uh that uh end sequence really didn't kind of work but you know i'm i don't mean to be too harsh so she is a fantastic competitor uh and as you say she has been out for a while uh kid lycos 2 versus connor mills uh kid lycos 2 wins I love the saying right at the uh, end from Kid Like Us 1. Shenanigans means wins. Love that. That That's controversy creates cash. Nah, forget that. Shenanigans, Shenanigans creates wins. wins. I love that. That was uh, Kid Like Us 1. You know, so that uh, cruiserweight division, that lightweight division, What uh, is it the, is it the cruiserweight? Do they call it the cruiserweight title or is it the lightweight title? The paper title. The pa- yeah, he called it the paper. Uh, paper champion, paperweight champion. That's what he called him. Yeah. Uh, Michael Oku, the current paperweight champion. Uh, I like Kid Like Us. I like Kid Like Us too. They're uh, very entertaining. Uh, I'm a they big can go f- in the ring. You definitely um, go in the ring. Very, very skilled workers. Both of them are uh, fantastically skilled workers. Yeah, the reverse Hurricane Rana. Um, that looked harsh. Yeah, very good. Uh, Connor Mills is a star. I think he's a star. Uh, I don't know why Michael Oku gets pushed over Connor Mills. I think Connor because Mills... Because his haircut's not so ridiculous. Maybe. But uh, I think Connor Mills, if, if, my, if my, was my choice, Connor Mills would be my number one guy in that division right now. He's got the attitude. Uh, he's he's got a look about him that is quite unique. He's got a great uh, move set, and he's another guy who really buries his kicks and punches when he's out there. And uh, so, I think that division is looking great. Uh, and uh, it looks to me like some tag teams are forming as well. Yes, because uh, they said at the end how this is. 
um, at the end of the first match with Callum Newman and JJ Gale were saying that this is the future, this is what we're going to be doing. So, definitely. Yeah, uh, they need to because obviously uh, Rampage Brown and the Great O'Khan were actually the uh, last champion, tag team champions for Rev Pro and of course neither of them are with the company anymore. Although Great O'Khan could okay. come back for our yeah, appearances. They did, they did mention least. him. Yeah, he can he can at least come back from an appearance because NJPW allow their guys to, you know, make a few extra bookings when they're free. Uh, Screwface Ahmed, now a member of the Legion. Did that just kind of come out? Of no, I mean, I said it was that's what I thought would happen, but it kind of came out of nowhere. There was no, didn't happen the last time they were outward, did they? Did I miss that last time? Um, I think that it was announced on one of their mini video things, but I'm not 100% sure. I honestly can't remember. Yeah, just kind of because I, I thought it'd be, it'd be a good competitor for the Legion. Uh, and uh... so I'm guessing this is the kind of match that we'll both have enjoyed because I know how you previously enjoyed watching two men in black tights beat each other up. Yes. Um, this for me was what they should have been doing. This was two. Big guys battering each other mm. in an enjoyable way. Definitely. With personality. Um, Screwface was really good and believable as a nasty, nasty man. Jill mm. Redman was definitely believable as a good guy. Um, there was, again, comments on his previous tag team partnership with Pac and the fact that he was the first ever NXT UK tag team champion. And of course, he was a tag team champion two times over two. with with Pro. Uh, I think once with Pack and also once with uh, Charlie Miller. Sounds right. I can't remember. Sounds Oof. right. I it am. Was a, good. I'm just such a huge fan of Joel Redman. Uh, he looks fantastic. Mm. Uh, his personality is a little subdued, admittedly, much like the person who I truly compare him to, which is the British Bulldog, because uh, he's, I mean, that suplex outside the ring, uh, and right at the beginning, uh, where he, got, he goes onto the second rope and suplexes Ahmed back into the ring. That's fantastic. Yep. He looks fantastic. Again, uh, if you're not going to push him as a single star right now, have him and Charlie Miller team up again and reunite their tag team could happen if Screwface Ahmed and Charlie Miller face each other uh, in the tournament because we could see another screw job, which leads to yeah, screw job, screw job, screw job from Screwface. Anyway, the Screwface picked up the win, so he's moved on to the tournament. He'll be fighting, uh, uh, taking on RKJ. Uh, in the uh, sudden death bracket, on the top bracket, we have Charlie Miller versus uh, Dan Maloney. Mm. Uh, I thought RKJ was going to walk this tournament. I really did. But you know what? Screw first armor. That is, I, I don't know who is going to win out the two of them. Yeah, I, I, I've got plans for either of them. In my head, I've got ways that I could book either of those two guys to win and future stories 
that would come through that. Uh, we'll try and leave that for when the next uh, Epic Encounters is announced, and we'll talk more about predictions uh, a little later. And finally, uh, Jamie... Let's just quickly, quickly, quickly mention the fact that Screwface won due to interference from... Gideon Gray. Gideon Gray. And I will give this match three. Three lumps. I'm going to give this match three and a half lumps. Because, mm. yeah, as you say, I really like this match. Joe Ribbon is great. Screwface Armour did great. Uh, great style clashes. Just a great, uh, for me, just a good, solid match. Jamie Hayter versus Giselle Shaw in uh, for the Rev Pro Women's Champion. Giselle Shaw was the champion going in. Jamie Hayter, the challenger. It was a fantastic match, a hard hitting, slapping match, and Jamie Hayter is champion. Now, the win. It was a brilliant match, fantastic match, and that's a lady. That puts her punches and kicks in. <laughs> That's a lady you can build an entire promotion around. And also, it was the first time that she has come out without her tag team partner, B Priestley. That's because she's busy in Japan. Well, yes, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping the kayfabe going. That's a good point. I mean, should I be ringing up <laughs> B Priestley in the uh, Brit stars uh, abroad? <laughs> Maybe I should um, talk about stardom. <laughs> <laughs> you can do. Um, now we'll, we'll we'll finish off here. Um, after the match, um, Jamie Hater does a good promo, puts over Giselle Shaw. Giselle Shaw puts over Jamie Hater, and then out comes Gideon Gray, the scumbag, with his Sky Smith. Yes, Sky Smithson, and um, in the ring. And I thought she would have jumped her, but she didn't. However, Gideon Gray won me over during this interview. Mm. Everything else that he did in this um, this episode of Epic Encounters is forgiven because he did a Bruce Forsyth impression. <laughs> Didn't she do well? He was brilliant! Um, so yes, Gideon Gray, hats off to you. I liked that a lot. Indeed. Who was conspicuous by his absence on this show? Mad Kurt. Mad Kurt. That's because he was on the chat. <laughs> he was watching he along with us and he was he was on the uh, live chat on YouTube uh, so if you didn't watch it live on YouTube you missed your chance to see Mad Kurt live chatting about the event although he didn't do too much no he did slate the um, main the, event the women's yeah not very nice anyway uh, as I say uh, for a match I'm gonna, I would put three and a half sugars in my tea what about you my friend I'm giving it four because I loved it and the right person got over. Indeed. Uh, the show was a whole. Three and a half. Three and a half sugars from me too. I think, yeah, overall, nice and simply. Okay, let's do some quick roundup of some uh, Brit stars abroad. Chris Brooks produced his second show for DDT uh, Pro Wrestling over in Japan. Uh, DDT are a bit more comedy so you would actually really like DDT there's a lot of cat comedy, there is a lot of hardcore action uh, I've heard that it's good fun um, you can watch it on the um, Rev Pro On Demand I believe oh wow, I did not realise that I'll have to check that out but yes, uh, uh, you can also check it out on the Re Wrestle Universe uh, which is their On Demand 
streaming site. You can check out DDT Pro, uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro, uh, and the Tokyo Joshi girls are the ones competing for the AEW uh, tournament over in the Japan side. Uh, so they're all from Tokyo Joshi. Great way to learn about them. You get your first month free as well. Anyway, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi will be taking on the Gorillas of Destiny in a rematch for the tag team titles on the 10th of February. Uh, that will be on the NJPW World. Uh, love Zack Sabre Jr. That. and uh, Tai Chi as a tag team. One of my I love the Gorillas of Destiny. He loved the Gorillas of Destiny. Uh, great hill on hill death dynamic uh at a moment usually tai chi has these iron claws that he'll use to cheat to win but the gorillas of destiny use them and have stolen them <laughs> <laughs> and keep using them in the matches to win uh because usually on their build up they'll have like a four man tag an eight man tag sorry where you'd have uh Tai Chi, Zack Sabre Jr., El Desperado, and Yoshinobu uh, Kanemaru versus the Gorillas of Destiny, El Fantasmo, and last one, uh, Taiji Ishimori uh, for Bullet Club. So it's a Suzuki Goon versus Bullet Club. So they've been building to this tag team match on the 10th of February. Uh, did you watch AEW this week? I did. What was the Kip wedding like? <sighs> the Kip wedding was exactly what you would expect from a wrestling wedding with a couple of nice little bits. Um, I love James Mitchell and he mm. was officiating. Yep, he was. To have and to hold and to grope. Um, he was suitably slimy. Vicky Guerrero walked Kip to the ring. Jerry Lynn walked Penelope Ford to the ring. Um, so that was very nice. Um, Chuck Taylor was the ring bearer who passed them on to Miro. Mm. And what we have to enjoy is Miro's comments that he knows what happens at wrestling weddings. So he's going to stop the wrestling wedding before anyone can say, speak now. Um, also, nice little touch. He was wearing the same outfit that he wore for his wedding on WWE. So that was quite cool. So yes, as always happens at any wrestling wedding, Penelope Ford ended up face first in the wedding cake. Orange Cassidy came and interfered, your favourite wrestler. Um, he came out from the top of the cake. Um, so yes, it was an Orange Cassidy flavoured cake, said Jim Ross. Uh, Good old Jim. Something <laughs> yeah. uh, um, else happened, and yes, technically um, we had Pack as well. Um, we had Pack, Ray Phoenix, and Kenny Omega versus the Good Brothers and um, uh, Kenny Omega. Wrong. Yeah, he did that wrong. You put Kenny Omega on both teams. <laughs> Pac, he gets around a lot. Ray Phoenix. Pac, Ray um, Phoenix Boxley. Boxley versus Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers. Um, match I heard it was a good match. Yeah, I, it's always going to be good when Pac's there. And Ray Phoenix is... Phenomenal. Yeah, like really, really, really good. <laughs> um, but something really important happened at the end, didn't it? <gasps> Kenta! Yes. He yes. Like the Hideo Tommy bloke from 205 Live, but that's not him. 
This is Kevin no. from Noah. Yes. He's currently in New Japan kicking ass at Bullet Club and is the number one contender for the US title, which is held by John Moxley, of all people. So the AEW NJPW door has opened, but uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> it will no. be interesting, though, uh, certainly. Uh, what do you Although think it does mean AEW? that one of the sort of like the, the British dream matches could happen again soon. Mm. Pack versus Osprey. Pack versus Osprey. They have a great match on Rev Pro actually on the demand service. Go check that out. <laughs> uh, it would be a great match. But I'm actually more interested in the Will Osprey versus Kenny Omega match. The former best bout machine against the new best bout machine. It could be pretty awesome. Mm. Yeah, it really could. I watched um, Will Ospreay's new documentary that's available on Amazon Prime for free at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I checked it out, yep. Very good documentary, as long as we ignore some of the people they interview. Yes, um, unfortunately, they do interview so a lot of scumbags. But they let you know beforehand that, this is, <laughs> that the whole show is filled with scumbags. Uh, and Will Ospreay himself, you know... There are still issues, questionable, questionable issues with uh, his actions to Polly. Even though the the company I, know, I can't remember, the IWL, who had outed Will Ospreay supporting uh, Pollyanna, obviously had to backtrack on that and say that Will Ospreay had nothing to do with it. Uh, so we're assuming, obviously, lawyers were probably involved and. Uh, mm. But I do know there are other issues as well uh, between a lot of parties, including B. Priestley. Uh, but I think it looks like uh, if I was Pollyanna, I would be suing Will Ospreay for loss of income. He spends a lot of time in the documentary going on about how amazing Tegan Knox is. He really, he really does. Over. Yeah. Really, really, really did, and seemed genuinely upset when he heard that uh, she was going off to to NXT. Uh, obviously, hopefully, her recovery is going well. Uh, we wish her all the best, and we also wish you would stop doing the suicide dive. Yeah, you don't need to. Everybody else does it. You focus on you. Yeah, don't. Yeah, that because you you've hurt your knees now on how many occasions and a lot of it is due to that suicide dive in the way she's landing and she needs to yeah she's a brilliant wrestler she doesn't need that move in her repertoire she just can focus on being the crap out of uh, her opponents anyway uh wwe pete dunn versus versus finn balor will be at nxt takeover and i can't fucking wait it's gonna be rather good isn't it it's going to be a fucking brilliant match. And I'm saying fucking because that's how good it's going to be. These are explicit postcards. We are not on YouTube yet. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I need to talk to you about that later. Yes, well, yes. Um, we, do, we do need to do something with YouTube. We may do, and you might be able to see our faces one day soon. We are handsome, handsome men. <laughs> there is a reason that I have been a DJ for 24 years. That reason is I have a face for radio. Well, I think we're going to wait to at least get to the barbers because this is getting <laughs> out of control. 
Well, uh, it's we'll, quite a shame, really, because I, I've just taken my mohawk off, so I'm, I'm looking. We'll, we'll do videos once the barbers reopen. <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, um, that's going to be Pete one Dun- hell of a match. Finn Balor is going to be one hell of a match, and I am very, 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 very excited to see what happens, especially after the tease of Edge turning up um, mm-hmm. NXT. And also with the fact that the um, the forbidden gates have been opened over at AEW in New Japan, mm-hmm. do you think WWE are going to push super hard for the club now and try and um, try and do something more with that? Yeah, but there's, I mean, a faction for Bala. I'm not sure. I like his uh, lone gimmick at the moment. I like Pete Dunne faction. Uh, I hope Ridge Holland uh, comes back and becomes the muscle for that faction. I can yeah, see get well soon, Ridge Holland. Indeed. Uh, I miss Pat McAfee. Uh, this match needs Pat McAfee to help build this match because neither Pete Dunne or uh, Finn Balor are the most... What's the word? Uh, loud on the mic, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, king of serious wrestling. Oh, king of Japanese strong style wrestling. I'm sorry. You want Pat McAfee? I want him back. I, I want this Pat Bella. McAfee. <laughs> not, not, not in a match. I need him to get involved as the manager as the mouthpiece for Pete Dunne. Uh, because as I say, Pete Dunne and Finn Balor are both quite subdued on the mic. Their promos aren't particularly their best or strongest suits. Uh, And this match is going to be excellent. We all know how good this match is going to be, but I think Pat McAfee with a mouthpiece can really promote this match and make this like the biggest match in NXT history. I think they should use William Regal to put it over. Yeah. I think get him to do a proper good background video explaining British wrestling, British style of wrestling. Um, I would like to see an NXT UK video similar, where they're, like they've been doing for the guys that have been coming in, like uh, Ben Carter and Mako Satamora. I'd like to see them be like, yeah, I remember wrestling Finn Balor back in and or, mm-hmm. I remember Pete. I'd like to see one of those really, as you say, push that uh, UK heritage uh, because uh, the other match is which I will quickly talk about Drew versus Sheamus at WrestleMania. Do we want this? No, we want a three way. Oh, who do you want, want involved? Drew versus Barrett. Sheamus versus Barrett. That would, be, that would really, really be good. Yeah, uh, I could see that. I'd love that, as you say. Uh, but I'd like this. And again, you could have the same thing where you have the NXT UK guys talking about these guys. Uh, uh, there is a match I'm really looking forward to now on NXT. Mm-hmm. Rizzled Young Veterans versus Timmy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, that's going to be a great match. I am definitely watching NXT that week. <laughs> It's going to be very, very good. Um, Zach Gibson put up some pictures on social media today of him walking his dog in Florida and how much he's enjoying being out in the American wilderness as far as we can get wilderness in Florida. But um, 
yeah, he looks like he's enjoyed himself out there. Yeah, uh, he really, as I say, this is going to be, I love uh, Zach Gibson. He's uh, just no, such a character. He is a brilliant, brilliant guy. And uh, uh, Nick Aldis says he wants to concentrate on the NWA and doesn't think an NWA-AEW partnership is that important. Translation. Nick Aldis is doing anything to get his voice out there because the NWA is falling apart again. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, he carries that title with that's, prestige. That's he is it. a great person. He, uh, he deserves more credit than he gets as a wrestler as well. Uh, yes, he's not the most exciting, flashy moveset guy out there. But he, he's just a great wrestler, though, and he carries himself like a champion. And uh, and that's what you want. And that's what you want with you guys. And to, as you say, him saying he wants NWA to concentrate on NWA and not have worry about the AEW impact, uh, New Japan stuff. So it'd be nice. To, we'll see where that goes to. Anyway, uh, big thank you guys out there on Twitter. We have now just passed uh, the 500 mark on our Twitter followers. Uh, so thank you so much, guys. It, that means the absolute world to us. We'll continue really to does. do to try and build uh, our relationship with you guys. We'll. Be interactive as much as we can, and uh, we'll keep pumping out these shows. And once the Brit Rest scene is back up and running, you'll probably find that there'll be two to three Brit Rest roundups a week. So, looking forward two to that. Two to three of us at each Brit Rest show, if we can. Indeed, yeah. Uh, please, yeah. If you guys are listening out there, invite us to your shows. We are. We really want to come to your shows, and uh, yeah, we're going to be making a, a much bigger effort to hit up live events uh, and bring you as as close as to the action as we can bring you with our podcast. So, uh, if you want to follow myself, I am at GB Otaku. That's O T A K U eighty two, and that's a uh, yeah. Twitter. And obviously, if you want to follow us on Twitter, if you're not quite following us yet, it is at T and Tights Pod. And, and you can follow me at Garden City Dan. And you'll notice he is Big Daddy Dan. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Until then, guys, we have been two grown men drinking tea, talking about men and women in tights. Hope you had a great day. Hope you had a great night. And remember, folks, don't feed the trolls. <laughs>